Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today, we are talking about Soul Eater. Fool! Fool. Oh, God. Which is a pretty common theme, especially uh, in... I want to say four or five different episodes, maybe six. Out of 51 episodes, and it's such, I'm not going to call it BS, but kind of BS, that it permeates the entire series just on principle. Uh, I actually agree with you. It does permeate the entire series just on principle alone. Um, but this was, uh, this was actually a combined choice this week. We both actually just got back from a nice little vacation. As we said on the last episode, those were pre-recorded. This one is not weeks in advance. Uh, so Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. This was a challenge to finish in time. Like I realized we had an extended period to do it, but dear Lord, 51 episodes is going to be a rare occurrence, I would say. Uh, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this was 51 episodes long. It actually aired in April 2008, ran all the way through March 2009. Uh, the, the producers for it were TV Tokyo, Aniplex, Dentsu, Media Factory, and the studio w- was Bones. Not, not, to, not to interrupt too early, but whenever you see Aniplex and, and just that series of, what are we going to call them, producers? Yeah. You automatically, well, I feel I automatically assume it's just a, a, a higher tier of anime. Better yeah. storytelling, better anime, more money to throw at it. But just overall quality comes with those names, you know? No, I totally understand. I, I feel you 100% there. The source of it was a manga, and the genres are action, fantasy, comedy, supernatural, and shonen for it. I'm really surprised horror is not part of that. I mean, I guess you could consider it horror, but I really don't think it touches on that because it wasn't there to try and scare you. You know you saw the sun and the moon, right? Yeah. That was some creepy shit. It was. The sun and moon were pretty creepy and at times weird, too. Yeah. Well, the reason I would say horror is because... So the main premise is you have... Typically, you have a pair of people, a meister and a weapon, who for some reason is also a person, and they go attack people who have done evil deeds. And one of the first people they encounter is Jack the Ripper. I would argue is Jack the Ripper uh, horror would would, uh, would be tacked along with that name just on, princi- on principle and yeah. Just on principle alone would be enough. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally feel you there. But even then, they didn't give Jack the Ripper the feel that he should. He was just kind of like a monster. 
And the same thing could be said about Al Capone because he was in there. And they did have some other large, very criminal organization style names in there. Not too, too often, but they did have that. Yeah, I still thought it was pretty cool. Like the way they they incorporated stuff like that. Not necessarily to, I guess, to focus on the bad guys. But it was more, not grounded, but it was nice to see names you could easily recognize as being evil so you could identify which side is good and which side is bad because it gets kind of skewed later on and one of the really awesome things about this anime just in the first four episodes they're not really the beginning of the episode or the beginning of the series it's kind of like three separate preludes so you know who the main characters are oh yeah and i thought that was genius because you have so by episode four, everyone starts off on the same, I guess, starting line. But each of the three episodes before that shows that they are extremely capable students, if you will. Yeah. And they're, they're by themselves, they work really well to get they work really well and they're able to do stuff. So they're not inept and they're not new. You're right. They're they're not new. Uh, but Blackstar, he definitely is inept. He, he definitely is uh, questionable in the intelligence department most of the time. I mean, like, the guy's a brilliant fighter, and he is most definitely one of the top three at the school. And and there's no denying that. I mean, in, in, even in one of the episodes, he actually said, they actually say that he is one of the top fighters at that school. Now, it's a really neat ranking system in this academy. In the DW, is it DWMA? Yeah. DW, something like that. They say it so often it gets lost, but um, the way that the ranking system goes, the fighting system, um, it's basically in order to, I, I guess, rank up or get to a higher level, you get to fight whoever's there, whoever you're, who you choose, but a school teacher has to show up and and officiate, I think it, it would be a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, and that's a way to, to rank yourself up amongst class hierarchy. The way you rank up, though, in terms of true hierarchy, not just amongst your peers, uh, but in terms of other statuses as well, because you have a one, two, and three star uh, based on your ability level. And I would assume the number of times that you've ranked up a weapon i would assume uh maybe maybe i mean like they never really detail as to differences between a one and three star uh besides ability i always assumed a three star was a te- just a, like a teacher because the only three star that was confirmed that we found was sid who unfortunately passes away only to be um, brought back again as a zombie and nobody ever says how or why yeah well i mean like i guess you could kind of insinuate that it was because because of uh dr frankenstein yeah he did it i mean like he definitely has the look too and and they do say that he is <laughs> quote unquote controlling him when he's really not but that was just part of and this reminds me so much of i don't know maybe Harry Potter, I guess. 
because you have the three main characters who definitely get preferential treatment, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, too, especially in the later episodes, like maybe around 40, you find out that there's actually, or even before that, you find out, uh, because Death the Kid, who's Death's son, um, Black Star, and then another character uh, is the top three fighters at the school. Right. Yeah, but you only find that out because Black Star goes into like a depression where he can't beat anybody, so he goes on like this tirade of just kicking everyone's butt. No, it's not even that. It's during one of the Excalibur episodes when uh one of the characters' hero, who you just meet the one time, gets Excalibur, and he they try to fight him, and so it's him. It's Black Star, Death the Kid, and God, I can't remember that third guy's name. The one with the fists. Yeah. The gauntlets. Uh Killick. That's it. Killick. Uh you find out he's a top guy, and it's like, well, wait, if he's a top fighter, if he's one of the top guys to 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 be there, like, why do we not know more about him? And you learn a little bit more. It's like there's a like there's like two other people. There's like Ox. And then there's one other person, and it's like, wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me you have two sets of three, and they are basically on par, if not better, in terms of awesomeness, comparatively, and and we don't nothing about them. You're just going to randomly throw them in there? Like, why? (sighs) Plot. Always comes back to that plot. (laughs) Be it armor or device or Excalibur. It's all plot. Plot, yeah. It's I wish it was I wish it was better in the sense of making sense. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. This for a mind-numbing show, it is perfect. For a thought-provoking show, it has its merits. Sure. For a big brained anime, look elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. This it was don't don't get us wrong. I I thought it was a great show. It was really good, especially for what it was, it was really good. Definitely not thought provoking, and man, the plot armor on this was <laughs> heavy. Heavy. Uh, that last fight though. Uh, okay. We'll get to it. We'll get to it, but I, look, one of the things about the show, one of the, one of the key aspects of it is it, it sets you up for a level of annoyance and ridiculous right off the bat. And I have to say how the only character that I found two of two of the characters I found really annoying. One of the least annoying characters I found was Maka. Yeah, because she's your straight man. She's she's the logic. She is, according to her words, the straight A student. As for the other two, though, Death, Death the, the Kid. Kid. Oh, God. And Black Star. I mean, like, I'm glad a little bit later on in the series, like after the first, I don't know, 10 episodes, they started easing back on Black Star's yahoos just a little bit. They They only replaced it with Sid's. When I was alive, I was this kind of man. Yeah. 
I was the kind of man who did this. I was the kind of man who did that when I was alive. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Just, Dude. just long enough. You had enough yahoos just long enough to have it be replaced with that. And then also at the same time, you have to deal with death, the kid and his cemetery. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what to say on that. Well, I mean, I, like, like I get so it. I, the, the dude has, um, the dude has a, has a problem, right? He's OCD to the extreme. I get it. So every, so to, to the point where mid mission, your opening introduction to him mid mission, he starts to have a mental breakdown because he doesn't know if a picture in his house is tilted just a hair too far and he leaves the mission to go check only to find out, no, it, it's perfectly fine where he left it, but he felt like he would be trash if it was not perfect. Exactly. And then he does the and exact he, same thing again later on. And it has to with do with, uh, yeah, toilet paper. He has two rolls. So that way it's perfectly symmetry in the bathroom. And both rolls have to have that perfect triangle right there on them for when he's ready to use them. And it's like, why? Like, like I get it. It's supposed to be quirky. It's supposed to be funny. Same thing with how, Black Star is yelling Yahoo all the time. I get it. Not even that. Not even that. For the first three episodes where he's the main character in, he goes on and on about rules of assassin. Number one, be quiet. Number two, hold your breath. Number three, wait for an introduction. Or sorry, wait, wait for the opportunity to attack. And he jumps in front of everybody going, Yahoo! It's me, bitches. I'm here to kill you all. What now? Damn, that was a good spotlight. We should do that again. Yeah, every time. Every time. It's like, wait, you were just talking about being quiet and silent as an assassin. And at no point, at no point is he ever like that. So he's like that with the exception of like when he gets seriously bent out of shape. And then you're like, oh, crap, he can actually back it up. Like, we all knew he was strong. We all knew he had the ability to do special attacks that nobody else could. But, like, he can legitimately do ninja stuff. And when he gets seriously bent out of shape against Mifune, he expo- he he does something where it's kind of like a shadow clone, but with his weapon and lands a fairly solid hit on a guy who is considered to be the sword god or is the he? god of swords or something like that yeah like uh, he was he's not considered the god of swords but he's definitely ranked high in terms of swordmanship but are you sure i thought he was i thought he was at one point in time no and it, like in his introduction he was introduced like oh i've got mafune the god of the sword uh i can rule this town or something like that no no maybe it was the dub then cuz well it's it's not that he was literally the god of the sword. It's just that mob boss that he was flashbacking to, that Mufune was flashbacking to. That makes sense. You know, like but, when when you're sitting there oh. and you're a killer, like what does it matter what you're called though, right? Fair, 
well, we should probably clarify um, what's going on because it, it, I realize we're jumping around a lot and it's kind of confusing. Um, so basically, you've got a miser and you have a Meist. person who's a, a meister, not miser, meister. Oh, that's fair. A meister who can control and fight weapons with weapons. Weapons are actually people who you find out were created by witches a long ass time ago. And in order for a weapon to be considered worthy to be wielded by death himself, and apparently everyone is trying to get that honor, you have to kill 99, you have to collect 99 Kishin souls. A Kishin is created when somebody who's normal decides to go off and do very bad things very bad things specifically killing and consuming somebody else's soul now this will grant you immense power however it turns your soul from a normal blue neutral good color and good shape to this red kishin egg the weapons consume these kishin eggs and get stronger as a result now to become a death weapon or a death scythe you need to consume 99 Kishin eggs and one soul egg, or sorry, one witch's egg or witch's soul. There you go. <laughs> sorry. And one witch's soul. If you mess up on that final stage, all the Kishin eggs you had consumed previously are forfeited. Uh, forfeited. I was going to say confiscated, but that, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Are forfeit, which well, is how you meet soul, who is honestly one of my favorite characters in the entire anime. And Mika. Right. Um, also, this is a really great point uh, to, or a really great sp spot, I should say, to point out that if you listen to it dubbed, it says they're confiscate. They're sa it says they're confiscated. But if you listen to it subbed, it says forfeited. And in terms of differences in between dubs and subs, it is massive, massive. The number of differences in between the two so much so that it's, it's disturbing. Yeah. I was, I wanted to take pictures and like show you that, well, yeah, show you obviously, but show the listeners too. Um, like severe differences where one of the characters is kind of cruel in the, the, the sub but in the dub they're playful playfully mean like one of them's like you are a stupid stupid bastard and the dub is like you're so silly i wish i could take you serious yeah i'm like what wha huh where is this from this is like going it's like watching kill bill on tv no, it's like watching Kill Bill become Sesame Street and then uh, remove the whole kill portion of it. Yeah, it was nuts. And so uh, how would you want to break this down? Like by arc or just overall? Because there, there, I would argue there was three, maybe four arcs in this in this two season. Let's call it because it's 24 and 24. Yeah, it was all one season ran all the way through. I mean, like, really? yeah, it was, it wasn't broken up into two seasons. It was, it was straight up just one long run. It was a 151 episode run. That's nuts. Multiple arcs in it, 
But yeah. ultimately, it really was just one run all the way through. Okay. Let's break it into segments then. First, you had, what, Medusa as a bad witch? Which was a mainstay all the way throughout. Yeah, I was going to say, she, she came back, which was kind of cool. And then you had the original Keishin, which I would say is Big Boss number two and four. Yes. And then you had Arachna, and then with, with Arachnophobia. So Arachna is the witch. Arachnophobia was her organization. Yeah. And then you had the the final boss, which was the Keishin. Yeah. The really the way that they did this, the Keishin and Arachnophobia were not the biggest bad of the entire story. It was the side effects that these that these people produced, such as the Keishin, his biggest uh weapon was a byproduct of just him being there right and it was the madness that came with his mindset right and one of the things that i actually really enjoyed was how they portrayed madness and how he was portrayed and the fact that he really honestly wasn't evil he wasn't evil to the truest sense. He did start doing Keishin esque things like in order to become stronger, to overcome his own fear, he started doing underhanded things, such as consuming innocent souls. Right. Which led him down the Keishin path. Which was kind of interesting considering the fact that death or, or Lord Death, depending on how who was addressing him. Um, stated that he was the strongest of his entourage. And more often than not, he would send Ashura, who was the Kishin, off to go do an errand. And by the time that Lord Death would arrive, it was done. The witches were all killed and there was no other work to be done. So he was uber strong to begin with. So for him to be scared of what, I, I don't know. Uh, he was just uh, afraid of death, of dying, of being hurt and pain and everything else. And ultimately, that's what led him down more anxiety and a, a more uh, Keishin-esque path, you could say, which also gave him more anxiety than anything else. And Death even points this out. He go, He tells him, tells Ashura that, by you doing those things, it only gave you more anxiety. Which is kind of, I don't know if they were trying to make this a reflection onto society. I highly doubt they were. However, it can be looked at that where those who strive, who are, who are pushed to gain more either items, power, influence, are usually insecure themselves in some fashion are trying to make up for what they feel um, they're lacking in other areas of their life. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of psychologically speaking, it's, it's kind of interesting. That said, the punishment that Ashura suffered. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, in That's order to keep seal him away. Yeah. To keep him sealed away, so to speak. For him being a Kashin, basically the first one too, 
on top of that. Uh, Death ripped the skin off of him, created a bag out of it, stuffed him in there, and then stripped all the blood out of him, too. Yeah. Left a mummified corpse in a bag of skin and then sealed that underneath the DWA, the school that all these the the, the, the kids are, are attending. Yeah, the DWMA I is... I don't know about you. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say the DWMA is basically sitting on top of this Keishin where death embedded his soul in the city and the school to help keep the Keishin there at the same time, too. I thought it was not only to keep him there, but to keep his madness contained. But I... so. More to this point, this was done, what, a few hundred years ago? Like 800 almost? Like 800 years ago. I've got no idea how someone like Ashura could fear death to the point of suffering through that and yet still 800 years later be perfectly fine. Well, not perfectly fine, but go through all that pain and agony to still be alive 800 years later, to have all the blood stripped from your body drained from your body your skin ripped off your body mummified and then your own skin is is essentially trapping you for 800 years and the only thing you need to revive is a couple liters of blood yeah i wouldn't even say a couple liters of blood is it was like not even a lot yeah and i i don't know like how do you live that long and still be afraid to die 800 years ago, knowing full well, there's a strong chance you're going to survive until someone kills you. Yeah, that's a a really great question. One that we never will know. Uh, But not only that, I mean, mean, like when it comes down to the final battle, it's not even death that actually wins. No. No. No, it's it's it goes to the whole the kids are the future kind of thing. But they also and and this is one of the things that I have uh, trouble with is throughout the series they make references or they refer to like other individuals or other technologies or something else, and then they just leave it at that. Like you learn that Soul is he goes by Soul Eater. You learn that that's not really his last name. His last name it's Evans. Yeah, I was gonna say it's 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 some generic crap. Like and you only find that out because some evil guy calls him Evans and he's like, Don't call me that. That's not my name. Yeah. Like so wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. Your real name is not Soul Eater. And despite the fact that the that the name of the show is called Soul Eater, it is not entirely about him. In fact, I would say it's more so about everyone else on of, of a greater plane than him. Although he does play pivotal points, he is not the key figure, which why would you name the show after him? If it's not really focused on him. Well, I mean, like I get, get it. I mean, like they're basically naming it after the act of them eating souls, but still, Like, why? Well, see, what's kind of cool to me is every every weapon consumes a soul in a different way. Um, Soul 
eats them, consumes them orally, where like he chews them up and swallows. And he's like, you know, that's the most delicious thing, but it's not really the taste so much. It is the texture that I like. You're like, that's kind of cool, weird, but cool. And then zombie Sid's weapon, who is like this hunter's knife, maybe. Yeah. Um, consumes the souls by keeping them in her sheath. Well, you only see that because they're in an area where you're not able to consume it. You don't really see anyone else consume a soul like ever at any point in time, even take it into them other than maybe Subaki. Well, I was just yes, yeah, Subaki, but what about the two guns? They use them like they're bullets. No, they're not using the souls like they're bullets. They're using their, know, but, the, but that they, they, they carry the souls in the clip. No, that's again, that's not the souls that they're carrying. That's death. The kid's soul, his soul energy, his wavelength that's being used as a weapon. No, I, I understand that's what he's firing off, but I could have sworn in the very first episode we saw the souls be collected into the magazine, and that's why they're like, oh, I've got one more than her and stuff like that. That's because they, well, I mean, like, maybe, but again, you don't know because the only one you see ever do it in a human form. True, true. I mean, if you're not in your human form, you're not going to sit there and say, hang on, cool your jets, bro. While we're in the middle of this, uh, hectic area let me let me go ahead just turn into human and eat this the only one one that you ever really see is soul eater (laughs) one second let me eat your fallen brethren yeah hold hold on right there for me for a minute please uh i appreciate the the gesture yeah and i forget it's there's a screen write or a story writing mechanism uh or not a rule but basically if you if you if you bring something up you should use it by the end of something else. It's, it, I forget what it's called, but I feel like they, they brought a bunch of stuff up and never used it, just like you were saying. Specifically, in my opinion, Maka's mother, who is supposedly this, I don't know, prodigy. And this... she was one of the youngest, if not the youngest, to create a death weapon. Right. Who just so happens to be Maka's dad. And this comes into play a little bit later. Uh, for no reason. Yeah. And not only that, you also have a uh, St- Dr. Fra- Frankenstein. He is one of the greatest meisters of all. In fact, he's so strong. He doesn't even need really need a weapon yeah. to fight because he's able to use his own soul soul's energy as a weapon, something that black star can do as well, but nowhere near on the level as Frankenstein. What's kind of weird. And what they note is Frankenstein, while he is an amazing meister, and he's able to use a scythe like nobody's business. He only ever uses uses the scythe to defend, and he uses his own energy to attack. No, uh, he also uses the scythe to attack. He's not afraid to defend with it, and that really comes into play when Maka having trying to protect Soul from being injured and hurt, despite him while saying, "Yeah, while they're fighting in his scythe form." Uh, he ends up turning into a human and gets injured trying to protect her because she's supposed to be using him not only as a weapon, but as a shield because that is his purpose. That is his meaning. He he is going to be used in that fashion. And he says it multiple, multiple times. If I have to die so you'll survive, that is my personal wish. That is my desire. That is my job. 
Exactly. And it frustrated me to no end because they're supposed to be not only on the same level, but they're supposed to be partners that trust each other. And they go through, I, I don't know. They, they go through battle after battle after battle, reinforcing, I trust you. You trust me. You can save me. I can save you. We need to trust each other. And every time he's like, look, I need you to trust that I can protect you because without you, I can do nothing. And then every single time she tosses him away and says, I can protect you instead. I, I Well, not I only that, sentiment, but it's frustrating because without her, he's useless without him she can still fight yeah and what's really interesting is is uh like you were saying you know they they keep they bring up people and then they don't ever reference them again or or they're not really brought to uh, a center point like it should be or referenced in the proper way he says a couple of different times uh, later on in the episodes, like around maybe 40s in the 40s, late 30s. Yeah, a lot of this stuff happened late, late series. Um, he realizes that one of the weapons, right, mm-hmm. never had a Meister. You're talking about Justin. Yes. Justin never had a Meister. He, he was the only one to never have had a Meister. And I believe I believe the weapon he was was something similar to a guillotine. Yeah, he was a guillotine. Yeah, which I mean, like it would make it a little bit difficult in your weapon form to be used. <laughs> Hold up, right there, bro. Let me uh, just put your head here. We'll get you here. Have a nap. I, you look tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I can understand. I mean, like no one would want to pair up with him, and so he had to learn how to fight on his own, I guess. But. While Soul is watching Justin fight, he goes, you don't have to have a Meister. He's able to do this without a Meister. And he gives the impression that he's going to try or or learn how to fight without a Meister himself. And then nothing ever happens like that. Yeah, he never does. He's like, I just need to get stronger. I need to get stronger. Oh, we're, we're missing one of the biggest factors in the entire series. Krona. Krona and his black blood. Right, comes in a couple of different spots, and he is ends up being like the fourth character by the end. Yeah, like so. Krona is a evil meister, uh, and unfortunately, somehow, some way, his blood was extracted from his body. Apparently, a super common thing to happen in this world. I don't know, and someone melted down a weapon. And now the blood in Krona's body is this weapon. And the weapon is a bully. And Krona is a weak-minded idiot. Granted, horrible childhood. Horrific childhood. Almost forced into insanity. Almost? nonetheless. There there was no almost forced into insanity. He was forced into insanity. Yeah, his mother was Medusa the Witch. And Krona was a little more than an experimental tool that if it, she broke it, she figured she can make another one. Yeah. Which and was really messed up. Yeah. Hard. But his catchphrase. So Blackstar was Yahoo. Sid was when I was alive, I was this kind of man. Corona is. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't think I can deal. See, and that's the thing, right? See, subs 
it was, I don't know how to interact. I don't know how to interact with zombies. I don't know how to interact with girls. I don't know how to interact with people. I don't know how to interact with this. And I guess in the dubs, it's, I don't know how to deal with it. It's like, well, that's entirely two different ends of the spectrum right there. Dealing yeah. and interacting are entirely two different things. Eventually, though, he is brought out of his inability to interact due to Maka and her certain type of attack. Now, one of the things we haven't mentioned is wavelengths. This whole thing is basically built on wavelengths. The wavelength of your soul, the wavelength, the wavelength of your enemy's soul. My, uh, Meisters are gifted, typically, with the ability to see, interact, and manipulate wavelengths of a soul. Correction. And one of, huh? Not all Meisters are able to see souls. Uh, that's why I said typically. Blackstar is is a weird... No. Uh, Actually, no? Maka is a weird exception. The Oh. Yeah. That's why it's unusual because the only other ones that can actually see souls is Dr. Frankenstein. No one else can. Maka can't. Death of the Kid can't. All they can do, they can sense like when someone's near, but the only one that oh. actually can is Frankenstein and Maka. And it's not a common trait. I did not know that. I, I always assumed that, that everyone was able to see them, granted, in their own limited capacity, but uh, Blackstar just didn't have his sixth sense either activated or he just didn't bother using it because he's like, see these muscles? These six muscles are the only muscles are the only sixth sense I need. Right. Well, and that's um, the other thing, right? He's unique in that he can use, like Dr. Frankenstein, use his soul energy as a weapon. Right. So basically Frankenstein is both Maka and Black Star to a degree. I mean, like not fully, not completely. I mean, like as you find out at the very end, that just kind of throws your curveball and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason I bring up the soul frequency is there's a special attack that every miser Meister can do called soul resonance and is where you and your weapon essentially bond and become one you resonate off of one another and when the two become one it, it doesn't double your power it multiplies your power death the kid goes from two ordinary i don't handguns to legit hand cannons i'm not talking like the ones where you pull the trigger i mean his hands merge with his guns and they turn into the death cannon it's kind of awesome. Um, Subaki and Blackstar, they are a pair. Subaki is, you find out later, an enchanted weapon that was turned against their will into a weapon. They were born a normal person and a witch turned them into a weapon. And the weapon decided to go to the DWMA and find their own Meister. And that's how that happened. But when they resonate, they basically earn ninja shadow powers. I don't get it. When soul and Maka resonate, the death scythe or the scythe form gets bigger and it goes from just a regular old scythe to a, a move called witch hunter. Witch hunter is exactly what it sounds like. It's meant for witches. 
And then you have a step beyond that, which apparently Maka and her mother are the only inheritors of this move called Genie Hunter, which I was like, all right, I guess I understand it. You just power it up and it goes to something else. It's kind of weird. You innately know what to call it. And then we see death a little bit later handling Maka's father. And he uses a move called Keishan Slayer. Which then later on, like not too soon after that, Maka is able to use. But she uses a powered up version of that. I assume. I would assume assume so. Because she and her mother are the only ones that have this quote unquote anti-magic wavelength that can destroy evil. Which is why the Kashin isn't killed by it, because he's technically not evil. He is just yeah. the embodiment yeah. of madness, which inherently is not evil. It is an emotion or or thought process that everyone has the ability to get, regardless of whether yeah. or not he's there. So he's technically not evil. I mean, like, yeah, he is pretty evil. He, he will murder you. But he's done evil things, yeah. He is not I mean, evil. It's kind of weird because it goes to the morality issue. Because the genie hunter gets rid of everything evil. It will purge evil from your body. For instance, Medusa, while reviving the Kishin, we assume dies, only to find out a fraction of her soul survived and was able to build upon itself. But Medusa took over this little girl named Rachel. And this is why she's evil. Somehow, some way you're able to, she's able to take over this little girl, do some really messed up stuff. And because she's in the little girl's body, she's like, you can't hurt me because you're going to hurt Rachel too. And you're the good guys. You don't want to hurt this little kid. Eventually I'm going to give this little kid back and whatever you did to this body, that's on you. Whether or not she would have actually done that, who knows? But when the genie hunter was introduced for a fraction of a second, the genie hunter swiped the little girl. But because the little girl was not evil, she was unharmed. The witch was expelled from the body and I think destroyed then. That's when she was killed finally. No, she still lived. Because if you watch the ending scenes, you'll see her again in the snake. There was that snake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's not the first time you see the genie hunter. You that's actually the second time. She, that's the second the first, the first time she time doesn't know how she's able to summon it, but she ended up doing it. Then her and Soul do some pseudo training to training. try and do it, but they're not able to. And then you get to that point and it's like, hey, by the way, I could totally do this. And then when she's fighting the Kashin, she's able to go even further beyond to the Kashin Slayer, which then ends yeah. up not working. Because he's not technically, as you were just, as you were saying, evil. But I'd like to go back a little bit more because, or not more, but I'd like to jump back in the story a little bit. So back to Krona. Krona was attacked in their first little thing, and so was Soul. Soul was actually injured a lot, and the Black Blood plays a really big part in the overarching story of of the evolution of Maka and Soul. The thing that I wish they would have used more of was Maka's, what I figure her her ability, her true ability to be, was her exorcism wavelength. Exactly, right? Because Corona and 
uh, his black blood, Ragnarok, consumed a lot of human souls, which gave them Keishan eggs. Which made him on the verge of being a true Keishan, a true fully hatched Keishan. Exactly. Now, she was able to resonate with Corona, which I find very weird. No, she didn't resonate with him. She found his wavelength and then was able to get into his soul's domain, so to speak. Not necessarily resonate, but just be able to communicate with him. And that by doing that, she was able to also purify his soul and purify the evil deeds from it. So that way he's no longer a Keishan uh, or a Keishan egg. He now has normal human souls in him, both him and Ragnarok, which never comes into play later on at all. It's introduced this one time and then that's it. No, she never purifies anyone else. That's that's not quite true. She purifies soul. She doesn't purify soul. Yes, she does. No, he's consumed by madness. The black blood got him way messed up because every time he was trying to get more power, he was consuming, he was using more of the black blood's power. At the very end, when they're fighting the Keishan, he uses too much. But she doesn't purify him. It goes from overwhelming him to now he's like, well, you're part of me and I'm just going to consume you. Right. And and all you really get from that is it's not exercising him because he he keep it, the the what is it? That little red demon, I think is what they keep calling yep. him. Yep. Uh, still is there. It's never purged from him. And in fact, soul consumes the red demon because that demon now is a part of him. It's never purged. It's never exercised. All she did was help prevent soul from completely losing his mind. I don't know. The reason I'm the reason I think that she used that ability on him was because when she did it to Krona, that white light illuminated and then that happened. Well, it wasn't even a white light. It was a yellow light. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. In both cases, it was yellow. Um, Yeah. Yellow, white. But yeah, I get what you're saying. But Corona's blood was black to begin with. He couldn't get rid of it, but she did get rid of like all of the, the madness that came with it. But the madness was still there. And the same thing, the little red demon was still there with soul. I mean, like she didn't get rid of it. She never purged it from him. And, and if she was going to be able to exercise, right, it doesn't have, she doesn't have to be able to, to do that. I mean, like if she could have done that with the Kashin and then purified him to remove his powers, I mean, I have an argument against it. Okay. Do you remember when? Soul and Maka resonated to the point where she started to have black blood. She coughed it up and then somehow, some way she didn't have it anymore and they couldn't figure out why. Yeah. I can only assume she used the purifying thing subconsciously to get it out of her. Maybe. Or she coughed up what little bit was in her. That's not possible. <laughs> you don't know that. You're, you're reaching. I'm not evil reaching. You're reaching too. Hey, 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 hey. You're evil reaching uh, just as much as jump, me. Sir. You couldn't make that jump. You're reaching <laughs> just as much as me. All right. Yeah, but I'm reaching like the top shelf. You're you're going like uh, mid shelf. I'm going mid shelf. It's like, yeah, look, look, look. Right here. <laughs> Coughed up like, but oh, it's no longer in her system. I mean, like it's it's common. <laughs> it's common, right? You cough up blood all the time and just purifies yeah. your own body from the impurities. Yeah. 
Oh, totally. Totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. I do that. I do uh, bloodletting all the time. It works. Oh, yeah. Bro, if you got black <laughs> blood coming out, we got a little bit bigger problems. <laughs> we, we need we need to talk. Yeah, I don't call mine Ragnarok, though. I, I call mine Thor. Fair. 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 When Loki starts talking to you, though, we got to intervene because well, the madness is taking effect. Loki already talks to me all the time, man. We're great friends. We go out. We just hung out last weekend, man. It was great times. Great right, I'll times. Over, I'll, be o- I'll be over there with a scythe. Uh, we'll, we'll such anger. Today. Such anger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, no, like, so she obviously has an exercising wavelength that they should have used. I thought that was going to be the ace in the hole because when the Keishan secluded everybody after he kicked the crap out of death you know minor spoilers ahead death doesn't kill him black star Both doesn't time. kill him black star came close black star surprised him black, black star, star surprised, surprised him. him but death also came close too yeah and they both God. couldn't go the distance yeah and i would argue nobody could because they're fighting with the wrong weapons they're not fighting with their heart. They're not fighting with. They're not fighting with bravery. Exactly. Like what the actual. Uh, yeah. Bravery is the thing that kills the Kashin because why not, not just bravery, not just bravery. Okay. So a bravery and a punch to the oh, face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's let's uh, clarify this yeah. bravery and yeah. a punch to the face. So I want to point this out. Death. The kid got an amazing amazing final attack out i thought that was perfect like he hulked out he did his thing the so the biggest thing that annoyed me the entire series was death the kid and they 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 mentioned this at the very beginning death the kid is all about symmetry yet he's got three lines running on the side of his head not symmetrical at all if you want to win a fight with him you mention it and he will self-destruct. Yeah, exactly. No bullshit. He'll be like, I'm trash. I'm horrible. Kill me now. So if you really wanted to, you could go on. His weapons are <laughs> hilariously mismatched, but in weapon form, they're identical. Which is why he loves them. Yeah. But in human form, one's tall, one's short. The short one has bigger titties than the big one. And that's specifically mentioned because he's like, why? Why? If you guys are going to be different height why don't you have different everything? And it's hilarious for like three seconds and they don't ever mention it again, which I loved. I liked the fact that they touched on it and moved on. It wasn't a staple because exactly. everything else was. Yeah. But at the very end, at the very end, he's doing his death cannon thing and he goes, hey, Blackstar, I need you to watch my back for a minute. I'm throwing everything at this Keishan. I, I need you to distract him because I've only got one shot. And I, in my head, I was like, don't I started singing the Eminem song and it was, it was so nice. It, 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 it was a nice distraction, but he goes and he's charging up and he, he's doing his soul resonance thing. And the Keishan, like a true badass, sticks him through the heart with a finger. And everyone's like, what just happened? He falls a death. The kid falls forward. And all of a sudden his, Passed out latent ability turns on. I don't know. 
I should probably mention because death, the kid is death. The grim Reaper's son, his body is built different. So it takes a lot more to, to injure him than it would a normal person or a normal being. Um, but he's, he's fully knocked out and he super saiyans it up. He wait, he gets up. His soul basically explodes like three times what it was. There's a line, the three lines on his head start connecting in halo form. And the Kishin for some reason knows what this is. Yeah. I, I don't know. And he says it. I'm like, I wish they would have expanded on that. Cause that sounds way cooler it than does. anything else. And that's one of the problems though. Right. That I have with this is they touch on things that they could have gone into depth on. They could have like made it really, really cool. And instead what they did was touched on it for like two seconds and then move past it. Yeah. I mean, the rings, the, the name of the rings make it sound like they're three seals holding his power inward. So he doesn't like, I don't know, he'll become God or something. But the three rings connect. They do their thing. And so usually they get like a resonance of, I think it was 2.67 was the highest. No, they say and, uh, the resonance is there. They only, they never specify how much, but they always say noise is at like, I think the maximum noise was like at 2.9%. And what ends up happening this time is the resonance is at 2000% and there is no noise whatsoever. Zero noise and no recoil. And they're like, we are ready to fire whenever he fires his shot out. The Keishin takes damage, but like in, 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 spectacular fashion his big body gets destroyed and he's left with his core which somehow is even more powerful than everything else yeah because why not except for when you get punched in the face with bravery we're we're getting to that we're getting to that survive that black star goes in his super enchanted mode kicks ass too and they both get their ass handed to them now we already mentioned that Bla- that Blackstar was super strong to begin with and one of the best fighters around, right? At the very end, the thing that kills him, as you said before, is a fistful of bravery. And I'd like to believe that the Kishin wasn't beaten physically, but mentally and emotionally. Of course. Because he definitely gives that impression that he was already beaten emotionally and mentally. Before then, I don't, I don't know. I yeah. mean, how how can she not be afraid? How how does she not not understand this? I don't I don't get it. She she what? She what what? Huh? Oh oh oh! And Maka, what? The, uh, okay, so at the very end, Soul gets hurt. She's got the Kishin Slayer. It's doing no damage, and Maka is hit. Soul takes like a laser beam and he's down. Maka passes out and you're like, it's all over. And then Maka turns into a scythe. Yeah. Well, we could assume that she's a badass scythe because. Yeah, way way more badass than her partner. Holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. So she's a meister with latent weapon abilities. And so Super she's badass weapon abilities. So this, she's basically both. I mean, like, which makes sense because her father's a weapon and her mother's a meister. Yeah, I get that. But she can't be the best of both worlds. Why not? Like she was legitimately messing this guy up. 
cutting him when nothing else could like pushing him back yeah why not the only thing that, and why she was not? passed out when she did it she rock lead him yeah and so your point is what you look sir i mean like what have we said time and time again what have we said time and time again it does not qualify here plot armor is so wonderful except in this case it's not just it's plot, plot armor weapon. exactly it's a plot, plot weapon weapons. oh god <laughs> like no i just it, it, and then I mean, yeah uh, that kills him right the fa- face the the punch so to the face. Punches him in the face and he's like why did this do so much damage and she's like i used bravery and everyone's got bravery and he goes oh so it's just like madness and yes. dissolves yeah and then gay like team gay team what the hell? why not now so you watched the, the the like the ending right like all the way through yes i'd like to know your opinion on something mm. oh 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 we oh fools we have skipped over somebody is super important you fool fool excalibur 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 is awesome (laughs) he's there for four episodes total like you have three entire episodes that are strictly dedicated to him i would say filler but it's got nothing to do with anything exactly we touched on it before there's a character named hero who goes so he's the biggest I, i don't know like submissive personality that could be a a meister available because Excalibur while given a massive amount of power apparently legendary levels of power requires you to follow a thousand things a day just to wield him and Hero who is already everyone's errand boy to to a, a, such a degree all you got to do is say hey only you can do this and he's like all right cool i'll do it he comes in and he wipes the floor with everyone just by naming moves not even doing the moves just i'm going to do this move and it happens excalibur never shows up but except at the very end he's like i need to observe They're like observe what observe history fools and you're like uh, okay Thanks for helping, sir. But anyway, so at the very, very end, you see Lord Death bury a Keishan egg, right? Yeah. He buries a Keishan egg in his little room. Uh I I don't know what you want to call it, a sanctuary. Underneath, I don't know if that was a scythe or a cross or or whatever. It was weird. It was just like a, a, a tombstone, essentially. How many tombstones were in there? A lot. Does that mean that that many Keishin were like killed by him and buried in his little sanctum area? Because that was, yeah, you're right. It was a lot, like a crazy amount, minimum of a hundred. How many times has this happened? I don't know. It's weird, but but it's weird that they would even bring that up and show it just like everything else, though. I mean, like they bring up a lot of things once and that's it. It's like you never hear about it again. I mean, like, at least in this case, it was the end of the series. So there's no need to wonder anymore because they decided to end it. Yeah, we got, I don't know, like bamboozled. (sighs) They weren't like, yeah, yeah. And the bookend they gave you was so flimsy. 
Like, I don't think it would hold a Dr. Seuss book up. <laughs> it wouldn't hold any. It wouldn't hold a piece of paper up. God. I mean, obviously. Okay, so it is 100% an ending. There was nothing coming after this. Like, there was no hope for anything. There was no, and next time on Dragon Balls, nothing. There was, there was nothing. It was, this is it. We're done. Story's over. Thank you. Roll credits. But it was so weak. They're like, but we did this on this adventure. They gave you like Snapchat highlights where they're not even any older. They're just doing other things. And you're and like, the uh, people you thought were dead aren't even really dead. Yeah. So seriously, like the bad guys you thought were dead weren't even dead. Even though they so, killed them off a couple of different times. Yeah. And right. you're like, well, with Medusa, I don't know. Maybe her she had several different souls going off in an area. I, I don't know. So maybe it wasn't the same soul. Who knows? But all right. All like, right. So I think we've pretty much uh beaten this horse a little bit. I don't know. It might come back just like that damn snake. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> we've learned in this. <laughs> we've learned here that when you kill something, it doesn't stay dead. Never stays dead. All right. So on a scale of up to 10. You know, I talked a lot of shit about this anime, but I've seen a lot worse. We've both seen a lot worse. <laughs> um, I because I knew what I was walking into and the story, it was a weird juxtaposition of being annoying and appealing at the same time. I didn't feel like I was getting tired of it. Even the Excalibur ones were so wacky. They kept my attention. Nothing to do with the story. And I would assume filler episodes, but it kept me wanting to watch more. I wasn't bored and I didn't feel like 51 episodes was too much. All right. I'm surprised to say I'm going to say eight. Okay. I would recommend this to other people and I, I would watch this again. All right. Didn't think I was going to go that far. Wow. Uh, I'm going with a seven. And the reason why I'm going with a seven, because there's just some things that just really rub me the wrong way, especially with Yahoo. Just that. But that dies down. That goes even away. still his personality as a whole, like everything about him. I, I don't like the guy. I really don't like black star. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, right. he's annoying in general. He's annoying. The animation was all right. It was unique. It was different. The sun and moon were definitely very unique, to say the least. I got a question. Did you ever figure out why the moon's teeth kept bleeding? Because of murder? I mean, that, that'd be my guess. How many people are dying because we saw that the teeth bleed when no murder happened on screen? Dear Lord, that's a very violent world. It is a very... Well, duh. <laughs> the ruler of it is death. Hello. Ah, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> um, I mean, like, it, it was good for what it was. The ending could have been way better. And I was hoping for something a little bit better for the ending rather than a fistful of bravery and a punch to the face. <laughs> so. Uh, all right. My takeaway from that was probably be something along the lines of, You'll never get rid of madness, but you need the bravery to face the new day or some philosophical BS. Yeah, uh, that would be my guess. 
Ah. Um, all right. Well, it's my turn, I believe, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, you and I were talking earlier, and uh, we definitely would like to see the new movie for um, Goblin Slayer. Mm-hmm. So why don't we watch Goblin Slayer in preparation for the movie? That works for me. I'm good with that. Goblin Slayer is definitely one of my uh, favorite ones. All right. It's a newer, grittier one, but uh, we'll talk about it later. Oh, we'll yeah. Talk about it next time. Indeed. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for uh, joining us. If you would like to share your thoughts on what you thought about Soul Eater or any of the other shows that we have uh, seen and talked about, feel free to join us in our Discord. Uh, The information for that is in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be in the description for you. And feel free to reach out to us on there as well. Not only that, we're on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, you can leave a comment on YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe subscribe wherever you listen to us it will help us out and if you can leave a rating that also does help us out too until next time i'm jack fools i'm rick and we'll see you later ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.